Yeah. So my first boyfriend shared my dad's name. Whoa. I didn't know yeah. that. And my dad's name was Armando. That's a rare name. Very rare name. And yeah. Big uh, reveal on your first boyfriend's name. But, oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Finding Mr. Hyde, the podcast. I'm Allie, back with my co-host, Rourke, in person. Woohoo! We are here together in New York. It's such a good day. I'm so excited. Yay! I forgot for a second that we should look at the camera, that we should look at each other, because yeah. we're sitting next to each other. So, hi. Hello. <laughs> Cheers! Cheers! And we have wine. I don't Yay. know why I looked at the camera when I said that, because no one will see that happen. <laughs> Almost just found it out. Okay. We're doing fine. We're doing fine. We're great. Um, so, before we start... We, because of the timing of your trip to New York, yes, we did updates like two days ago, practically. Yeah, nothing's happened. I have nothing to say. Nothing has happened. <laughs> I have nothing to say to you either. Um, yeah, we literally just had like a two-hour dinner, and now we're about to record two podcasts. Like, we are going to be so sick of each other in like probably two hours. Yes. So there's no updates. So we are going to insert an update section that we record later in this week that you will hear right now. Perfect. And here we are in our update section. Hi, Rourke. Hello. I'm um, having trouble keeping track of like, I was going to say like, it's us in the future, but maybe not because it's inevitably us in the past based on the fact that we record before we release. <laughs> yes. I am kind of happy that I didn't have to do the like cheery, like welcome to another episode. I don't want to call it bullshit, but I'm feeling a little bit salty right now. And like cheerily ask how you're doing because I am not in a good place today. Then let's have you go first. Tell me about your Tell me about your bad place. I just, I am having a very high anxiety day, and yesterday was like that too. Mm. And I'm I just so sorry. feel. Thank you. I feel very drained. I feel like physically and mentally drained. I am dehydrated, despite the fact that I cannot literally drink more water than I have had today. Oh my god! I told I told you earlier that I like I'm so dehydrated that my lips will not unchap. I will say I think my lips are just chapped all the time. Mine are definitely chapped all the time. I have I have gotten myself too addicted to chapstick, but like it's bad. Like I feel parched. Like my eyes are dry. Oh my goodness! Like what do you think? Do you think it's allergies? I don't know. I think I'm just drained. And I get that. I I mean, I think that's why I got a cold. Yeah, and I did. Like I played volleyball. I had a volleyball tournament on Saturday, so like I did. I did have like a quote-unquote big weekend even though I didn't do anything yesterday mm-hmm. but yesterday being Sunday but I just feel so yesterday my anxiety was very high I didn't do anything which was probably not the best I had a lot of work to do and stuff so I like stayed inside I literally went outside for mm. the first time today since I got home from my tournament on Saturday I mean I will say just to anchor people in time so like I'm back in California my trip to I just like I got home on Sunday night from my trip to New York. I will say the weather like turned overnight. Like Sunday was a different weather system than the rest of my visit. So I, yeah. I get why you wanted to stay inside. It's freezing out there. Um but I just was just extremely just like bleh, all day yesterday. And so I thought and I was really tired. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go to bed at like 9 p.m. I'm going to get a good night's sleep. Sleep is always helps my anxiety. Like it, it is one of the 
things that I like know that when I am run down on sleep, my anxiety is worse. So yeah, went to bed oh, so at, relatable. Yeah, went to bed at nine. It took me a little bit to fall asleep, but I was probably asleep by ten, and I didn't wake up until like eight. So I slept for like ten hours. Wow. And yet, I yeah, it's not unusual for me. I if I'm really tired, I'll sleep for like twelve hours. Right. Um, I'm like a weird sleeper, but I woke up and I still fucking feel anxious, and I had an anxiety dream. I, I'm so sorry. This happened as I know. I texted you. This happened to me too, where I dreamed that the classmate decided he was going to move to Hawaii and was like, "Sorry, got to break up." And I was like, it's so, so sad when up. I woke up. It's so fucked yeah, up. What's so wrong like, with us? So like last night, I dreamt that I was on my third date with the rower, and at least I think it was the rower. I'm, I'm like looking back on it, and the, I'm not sure that it was, but it, yeah. I was on a third date. I know that it was a third date in the dream, and. He went to go to the bathroom and he never came back and the server had to tell me that he had seen him going out the back door and escaping. Oh my god. And then that would be so forward, traumatizing. Yes, that's never that's never happened to me. A, a few people in the comments of the video that I posted about it said that that actually has happened to them. I cannot imagine. That breaks my heart. I know. I've had people stand me up. Like I've had people like say that they were going to be at a time and place and not be there. Yes. I, I have I have been like old school stood up once before. Yeah. Like not the kind of thing where you like maybe should have confirmed with them and you didn't. The kind of thing oh, where oh, like correct. they legit we, yeah, we had a that, plan. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause that's happened to me too. Like where I maybe should have confirmed before going, reasons I always confirm day of, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, in the dream, he left out the back door. Server had to tell me Yo, he's not coming back. Then like fast forward to some sort of group hang situation. I'm not really sure how I got from the date to a group hang, but you were there and so was the New Yorker and you guys were consoling me. This is wild on so many fronts. The only part that's accurate is that I would be there. I uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was it was just and then like and in the dream then I was like extra upset and anxious because then people like knew that it had happened. Yeah. Like I didn't tell you guys. You knew. I don't know how you knew. Maybe the server told you too. That's that would be so funny. I love that I love the idea that we have like the server on speed dial. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So anyway, so I woke up and I and this is not the first anxious dream that I've had this week, actually. I also dreamed that my mom died. Oh my God, Allie. Yeah. This is a bad dreamscape you're in. It's been a bad dream week. I woke up at like 4.30 in the morning. This was like the middle of last week and I had dreamed that she died. I almost called her and then I decided not to because I would just – she would have panicked. Um, right. But then this is this is actually the weirdest part of the dream. So she like died. I don't, I don't really remember any details but she died. And then I was telling someone about it and trigger warning for parent loss – just as a heads up to people because of what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. I said to her, I said to somebody, my mom died yesterday and my dad was already dead. Oh, my God. And I'm like, what? Yeah. why would I say that? Yeah. Um. So anyway, my brain has been just doing a number on me this week. And Seriously. Not, like I, I think I said really over text, cool. it's like working overtime to really bring you down. I know. It's really not cool. And so, yeah. So – you said that you had a no bones week last week. I'm I'm thus far I'm having a no bones week. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like I, it. Yeah. 
So I've talked a little bit on the pod about how I've been trying to extend my damp January into into future months. And I have really been enjoying recess mocktails as a way to have what feels like a fancy drink at home, but without the alcohol. Yeah. And also, it's nice to have something in your fridge that just has a little bit of flavor. Totally. And they're they're delicious. They're made with real fruit, sweetened with agave, and again, 0% alcohol. So just a nice, nice little flavorful drink. That is a little little play on our favorites here. They got a bunch of great flavors. My personal favorite is the Recess Watermelon Mojito. I actually like to garnish it like it's a actual cocktail. Like I put it in a coupe glass, feel it all fancy, garnish it with a little sprig of mint. It is delicious. And my favorite is the Recess Ginger Lime Mule. I'm a ginger gal. And what I love also, not too sweet. Perfect amount of just a little little sweet treat. They're absolutely delicious, and you can get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash FMH, so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. So all that to say, so we made some predictions in the segment that the listeners will hear after this, which is us in the past, um, yes. and I, I totally struck out on the predictions for myself. You crushed it. I was going to say, we got one of three. You got one. Yeah. I got none. One was that's completely true. you. <laughs> yeah. That's um, true. So, congratulations. Thank you. Yes, um, I have passed the bar. Um, I still have to like take an oath and get a notarized letter or something. But I, um, I, in short order, will be licensed in California. Hell yeah. Very exciting. Yeah, away. it was really fun. Prediction number one was, will I have seen the rower? We said yes. Survey says no. I know. I'm I'm against it. I not <laughs> him. I'm against the fact that you haven't seen him. It, it bumps me out. I I agree. And I like being honest. That's it's one of the main reasons why I'm feeling anxious. Totally, like, just, I get it. I I am. I'm trying to decide what I am. So we – people who listen to the Patreon will know this already, but the rower was very sick this past week. Mm-hmm. And so part of me – and he, we've been talking every day. We just haven't seen each other um, except for the last two days. But up until the last two days, we've been talking every day. And mm-hmm. he was extremely sick and we were kind of going back and forth and we we were talking a lot. And – over this past weekend, like I had my volleyball tournament, he was still kind of sick, like but I was hoping that he would be feeling better, but I didn't want to put pressure on him to be feeling well enough to hang out. Yeah, that's a really tricky balance. That's how I felt when the classmate got really sick a few weeks ago where it completely tanked like a whole weekend and we had tickets to an event on the Monday after and I was like at some point, I need to – like, I, I was like, I need to set a deadline because I need to try to, like, recoup my costs on tickets if, like, we decide not yeah. to go. And so I had to basically – I was like, this is not pressure for you to feel better or, like, you know, whatever. I was like, but by this time, we need to make a call on how well you're feeling to – Yeah. Like, it, and that was, like, hard for me because it's like I didn't want to, like, tell him how to feel or, like, what to do. I know. And and you were doing that within the construct of a relationship. Yes. Big safety net. Like, he's yeah. probably not going to break up with me over that. <laughs> Certainly not. And, like, so I didn't feel like I wanted to – so, because here's the here's the rub. He doesn't know this, 
but I am in very short order unavailable to hang out until almost Christmas because yeah. my mom is coming in two days on Wednesday and then on Sunday she and I are flying back to California and I won't be back until December 20th or December Wild. 16th or something like that. And then I'll be here for like a few days and then I'm going home for Christmas and then I'll be right. back. He knows in theory that I'm going home for a month, like I'm going home in between Thanksgiving and Christmas. He's He knows that. Mm-hmm. But like I just – Thanksgiving is next week and that's wild. No, I don't – I'm making plans with friends that live in LA for 2022. Yeah, exactly. That's where so we're like at. I just I just highly doubt because I it my my upcoming schedule for the next month should not be a factor in his mind at this juncture. Agreed. And coupled with that, the fact that it is insane that Thanksgiving is so close to now, I just I highly doubt that he has any sort of urgency in mind in terms of how quickly he needs to feel better in order for us to see each other so that we can hang out before I leave. Right. Exactly. And but- then does that so because you have all the information, are you getting worried about like momentum and stuff like that? A little bit, yeah. But like I at the same time, I decided not to put that pressure on him because I didn't want to make him feel like he like needed to see me even though he's not feeling up to it. Oh, for sure. I just meant internally, is that factoring into how you've been feeling? Yeah. So I think that that's where – and then coupled with the fact that I haven't talked to him – for the last couple of days when we had been – and I don't know what's, what's up with that or if there's anything up with that. It, Yeah. I mean that's that's definitely a factor. And like I wanted to go on a third date before I went back home. I you know, wanted to then on that date talk to him about maybe having some video dates while I'm gone, like keep that momentum going. And I'm just feeling unsure now. And I don't really have a plan. Yeah. is Has it been – has it been infrequent or radio silent for the past two days? Radio silent. We haven't talked. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. I haven't texted him either, right? But like one of the things that is weighing on my mind is that I – for our second date, I had sent him a text a couple of days after our first date. We'd been talking saying, hey, the next week is crazy busy for me, but I want to get that second date on the calendar. Are you free on Thursday? And he was, and he was super excited, and he ended up planning the whole date. But, like, I don't want to send essentially that exact same script again. Totally understandable. And I don't think you should have to. Like, I think you can if you want to. But I I think that it it, you've waited long enough for him. I I think at this point, unless he's, like, very sick, and in that case, I think he – I try to run things through a lens of, or what I'm tr- I'm trying to get better at, running things through a lens of, is this something that like I would do? How would I treat somebody that I liked, either as a romantic partner or a friend? And I think like if it was early dating for me, I would say like, hey, it turns out it's like even worse than I thought. Like I'm down for the count. Like da 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 da. You know, whatever. Kind of explain that reality. Or yeah, but. I don't think that's the case because he he told me that he was like starting to feel like a real person again. Totally agreed. So so like that's what I'm saying. Like I took a whatever. So like either provide more context for like what you're going through to explain like what the situation is, or I think that if I was the one who had gotten sick, I essentially like, and knowing that a weekend had passed, I can conjecture that I'm the one who stymied a potential hang. 
right? Like I was the limiting factor most likely. And so I would probably reach out and be like, I'm back in land of the living. Like, let's do something again. And so like, because I would do that, I think it's okay to say I want someone who's also going to do that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I also like want somebody who can meet me halfway on that communication. And that's not to say that I'll never text him again. If I like, if I don't hear from, I don't know what this number is, but if I don't hear from him by a certain amount of time, I will say something. I I don't know what that looks like yet. But like when he was sick, we were like joking about you know, like wish I could help with the snuggles because his he was like snuggling with his dog and he was like, yeah, like we were like, like it doesn't nothing has happened to change yeah. him wanting I mean, to see me. It's freaking crazy. I don't. I get people do this. I shouldn't gender it, but like, I, I just feel like I don't know. I hear so many stories of like people doing this, and it pisses me off. Yeah, try not to read into it for now, but it totally. is it's disappointing. Yeah, that's a good word for it. So it's just like – maybe he doesn't like me as much as I like him. That And that could very be very well be true. Um, but, you know, he also might have different, like, expectations or wants of, like, cadence of early dating. Like, he might move more slowly. He might go on dates less frequently than I am accustomed to. Like, I don't know him that well yet. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of – Trying to be more patient than I typically am, but it, it it is causing me anxiety. Yeah, I totally understand. So, and I think like, although I obviously always advocate for like talking to your partner about your anxiety and, and wanting to date somebody that you feel like you can talk to about this stuff, it's like I, he's not my partner. Correct. He's a guy that I barely know. Yeah. He's a guy that I've met twice and I've known for two weeks. Exactly. So, like, he should not be part of my support system at this juncture. Totally agreed. Yes. But, unfortunately, he's still able to affect my emotions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why we have pals and the pod. Yes. Processing freeform. In any case, that's where I'm at with that. And, I mean, I'll I'll take responsibility for the other half of the failed one, which was, would you meet the classmate? And part of that is that, we went out so hard on Friday. On Saturday, we were dead. Like on Saturday, I had the intention of like staying out and like wanting to see other people. And then Saturday rolled around and like mid-wedding reception, he was like, I cannot go out again. I was like, me neither. Well, I did and not so go we, out on Saturday, nor would I have gone out on Saturday. I, I understand. So. <laughs> but I'm saying that like I'll take I, – I can own part of the blame in theory. I appreciate um, that. But you know, we had – I mean – we had a great – you and I had a great Thursday. We did. Such a high. So I found out that I passed the bar while at the, like, rehearsal dinner for the wedding. It's absolutely and nuts that they released that at 9 p.m. on a Friday night. So, I mean, it's technically 6 p.m. because it's California bar. Okay, fine. I still, I still think it's wild. Clearly, their their reasoning is, like, they hit go and they fucking – bounce from the office like they do not want to have to deal with a single person's complaining email they're like we out it's the weekend bye so like i get it but it's really annoying yeah so at like 90 i like at like 856 or something i like put my phone on the table and was kind of like touching it periodically and then at like 901 i was like i'm gonna excuse myself the the restaurant had sort of um the rest they'd rented out the restaurant and it had sort of like an indoor outdoor setup yeah and um 
all of sort like a lot of like the young people were kind of like outside. And so we were outside. I was like, excuse me, I'm going to go inside. He was like, can I come with you? And I was like, no, absolutely not. And <laughs> so I, so I went by myself in, did the process, whatever you have to like log into this portal. And then it just says pass. It's like really anticlimactic, but yeah. it's fine. And then um, when I came back, I was, if you've seen how, if anybody's seen how I met your mother, I actually, like I did for, I forgot my password to get my results. And so I did have to reset my password in preparation for this. <laughs> but um yeah so that was fun but anyway so I came back out and classmate had flagged the waiter and like gotten a glass of champagne like at my table setting and um like the people around us like knew what was going on and cheered and it was really it was like very very sweet that's fun Um, yeah it was super fun and um so yeah that was just like a nice kind of like glow on the weekend and then we went to several different locations after and sort of bopped around and got home very late slept late and then spent all saturday day at museums so like by the time the wedding rolled around we both were like a little like shit we're tired (laughs) yeah yeah it was a lot the wedding was lovely like they've been legally married for two years because of um like immigration paperwork for her husband Uh uh-huh it it truly was just sort of like the ceremony of like affirming these like feelings in front of their friends and having this party. And they had a family friend officiate who did an awesome job and they did readings instead of vows. Like they both oh. had chosen like a poem that kind of spoke to them about the other. And I thought that was kind of like a cool different thing. Yeah. Um, and the bride is, she's so freaking funny. We I was like talking to her and um, I was like, how, like, how was it? Da, da, da. And she was like, the ceremony she's like i wanted a quick ceremony but we were clocking in at like 10 minutes and i was like we gotta slow this down we paid a lot for this floral arrangement like i gotta stand <laughs> in front of this for longer <laughs> um but yeah she and she and her husband were like so chill they just seemed to be having a great time and um it was really fun i sat with some people who i haven't seen for a while sent you a selfie of um me and another uh former co-worker of ours former co-workers and, yes and so i got i got some good dirt but um because she is still there. Um, oh, that's right. I think I knew that. Yeah. But yeah, it was like really nice to catch up with her. We danced. We actually, we got like a second wind and danced a bunch, but we were full on asleep by 11 p.m. So. Yeah, that's, it sounds like a, a tiring weekend all around. Very. And like I had my own sort of like anxious day yesterday of like the come down of like a great trip yeah. and great weekend in sort of like sappy emotional news i so classmates flight was before mine because he plays he he plays in uh like a soccer league on sunday nights that is like very important to him so he wanted to get back in time for that so he took an earlier flight than i did and like great fine i was like very sad when he left in that like i had had a great trip in new york for 70 48 ish hours before he got there. And so it's like, it's not like I'm like not fine on my own, but like it was sort of this realization of like, oh, this weekend and like going to this wedding, like all of this stuff was made so much more fun by having him here. Like my experience was so much more elevated and like, yeah, having him there when I got like my bar result, like all of that was just like better because he was there. And so then when he left, I was like, oh, now I have to like, travel back by myself and like I don't get to like laugh like a bunch and like it was it was just uh, this is just me being sappy so it's fine (laughs) that's sweet though and like makes sense like and that's what we're we always were saying about like our lives are great 
But yeah. like, it would be cool if there was somebody there, like mm-hmm. that makes them even better. Like, it's not like we are needing that person to make yeah. it good. Exactly. But yeah, a good time, uh, a good time. And now, good. you know, work is hitting us hard in the face mm-hmm. this week. I feel that today. So anyway, now we can bring our listeners to the past, back to our yeah, IRL back to the recording. future. Back, yeah, um, to talk about meeting the family. So I hope they enjoy. Yeah. Listen up, guys. If you haven't heard yet, we're coming to the DC Comedy Loft for another live podcast Thursday, March 21st. Get your tickets. We are, I think, over halfway sold out already. Well over halfway sold out. So get your tickets if you want to come experience some magic live. We want to meet you. We want to talk to you. We're going to have so much fun. And it's also Allie's birthday that week. It is my birthday that week, so and my mom might be there. I'm excited. You can go to findingmrhyde.com slash live to find an easy link, also in our bios, to get those tickets. And we are going to have an after party afterwards where we can really meet and greet, talk to everybody somewhere in the area. Yeah. So make sure you come. DC Comedy Loft, Thursday, March 21st. And if you want to check out some stand-up, I'm going to be there all weekend. So Friday and that Saturday, I'll be doing stand-up shows. Start swiping on Hinge. Bring a date. Have a good time. and. You'll, you can come and meet Allie's mom, which we still have some spots left on our Portugal trip. And a little update on that. A few of you reached out to us about, hey, I want to come either, unfortunately, I don't have my mom anymore, or I want to come with my aunt. I want to come with my sister. I just want to come with a friend. The trip is officially open to anybody that would like to come, as long as you don't mind. Half the trip being moms and daughter combos. Everybody's excited to come. Doesn't matter. You are welcome to join. Travel with us. It's going to be so, so fun. You can also check that out at findingmrhight.com slash podcast. If you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out. We're happy to answer anything. We're just so excited to be there with our moms and with you. Yep. Next October, October 4th through 10th. Check it out. Come travel with us too. And, and you've heard it. And you've heard it. And then we're back. Hopefully the updates are good. I wonder what's going to happen. I know. Oh my God. Wow. Wait, that just like gave me a weird tummy feeling. Wait, should we do predictions? Do you think? Okay, wait. Do you think that I've gone out with the rower again <gasps> when we do updates next? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I'm going to say yes. Let's manifest a yes. It'll be through the weekend, right? Like we It'll will be, be all the way through the weekend. I'm going to manifest a yes. I think yes. Yeah, I think so, yes. Okay, we'll find out. Great. I'm excited. <laughs> do you think you will have met the classmate? Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay. I think so. I hope we can meet up. Great. I hope so. I love it. Um, oh, wow. These are very exciting predictions. Yeah. Um, okay. So we are talking about meeting the family today in honor of Thanksgiving this week. By the time the listeners are listening, it'll be this week. Yes. And we have a, a themed weird or not. Can I ask a general question first? Yes, absolutely. Do you think that it is – would you prefer to meet a family at a holiday or like at like a dinner – at like a lower stakes event? Oh, interesting. Lower stakes event. I, I, I sort of set it up by calling it lower stakes. Like, yeah. I, I do think there's something like I have, because I have such a small family, like, I have this, I have this, like, interest in sort of wacky large families. Uh-huh. And so I think I've romanticized, like, dysfunctional holidays. <laughs> and so, like, I love the idea of, like, being an observer at an, an insane holiday. And so I'm, like, down for that. I kind of am too. I do think I do think meeting them in a in a 
lower key environment is probably better. Yes. But I also feel like I'm the kind of person that thrives under pressure. Totally. I would be like, I would arrive on Thanksgiving and I'd be like, what can I do? Let me chop. Let me wash. And they'd be like, we love her. Yes. <laughs> I will make a signature dish. Yes. Like I'm in on that. But we will get to that. Okay. I'm sorry. Weird or not. Yes. So the weird or not this week was the person that you're dating shares a name as your close family member. I think this is so weird. <laughs> I couldn't get over this. My friend is married to a man whose mom has her name. Uh, yeah. Ugh. And so when she first met his – this connects. When she first met his parents at their, like, family home in Florida, mm. all of the towels and stuff were, like, monogrammed with what would be her future initials. Ah! Yes. Okay. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So my first boyfriend shared my dad's name. Whoa, I didn't know yeah. that. And my dad's name was Armando. That's a rare name. Very rare name. And yeah. Big uh, reveal on your first boyfriend's name. But, oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> we were in eighth grade. so I, Oh, okay, okay, that's fine. And we also didn't speak during our relationship. Okay, so <laughs> so we've come a long way from like vulnerable open communication. <laughs> we began dating via note. Love. That's actually cute. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I so my family has very unique names. So like mm-hmm. my dad's name was Armando. If you've been listening or watching my content for a while, my brother's name is Drake. Mm-hmm. Like these are uncommon names. Yes. So I feel like I would think it was weird, but it, it would be really unusual for me to yeah. encounter that. Yeah. I mean, my parents have more generic names. I, I just would feel weird about it. Okay. So I think this is Gonna lean weird. I, just, I know it didn't say family. I just or I, looked at it and then I forgot what it was. Okay. I know it didn't say it. parents. No, sorry. it says close family member. Right. I almost think in a way sibling is worse because then you're like, that's a peer. That's a peer. Yeah. Ooh, um, is sibling worse than than parent? Could you date a Drake? <sighs> I don't know. I, I just it's so unlikely that this will ever come up. Right. I don't and for me, literally never. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, I think it's weird. So I'm gonna say. 65 weird, 35 nah. Oh, you were exactly wrong. Oh my God, it's reversed? It's reversed. What do people say? I can't accept this. It's 34 weird, 66 nah. Congratulations, you're so evolved. You deserve a medal. Most people who said nah said they can't control their name. Fucking of course. Of course. It's like, that's like height. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Like that doesn't mean, weird doesn't mean, and I blame you for it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, weird just means, like, I would find that weird, even if it's not your fault. Right. Of course. Yeah. Um, most of the people who said weird said some variation of, like, can you imagine screaming your dad's name in bed? It, understandable. I get that. Yeah. Like, no is the answer for that. I mean, of course. Hard no. Yeah. However, I'm not – I don't do that. I was about to <laughs> – okay. Like, I don't do that. I was about to say I'm not a name screamer. Yeah, that's not my – that's not – It's not my, my vibe. vibe. It's not my vibe. Yeah. I almost am never even a namesayer. I was going to say, I don't think I say it. No, I don't. Yeah. So I don't think that would become an issue. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, I have other weirdness with it. But anyway. Yes. So what did the people who said it was weird say? Most of them said something along the lines of like – it was oh, mostly, okay, it was it. mostly related to sex or like physical intimacy. My thing is like I – it's it's not like a during that act this would come up. It's more of like a I have non-sexual feelings about my family members, obviously. And so like the same way I think people talk about like, oh, I knew an asshole blank. I could never name my kid that. Uh. I like I couldn't like transmute those feelings 
across to a new in a new domain. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, That's I, think my it, I think it would be weird. I have similar feelings about men who are named Logan and Rory. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I have, I have swiped right on them. I have matched with them, and I usually use an opener about how they're named after my cat. Yes, understandable. And I'll be like, "Are you okay with being Rory number two? Because my cat is Rory number one." And they better get in line. Yeah. Yeah. There was a funny, I posted something about this and a follower of mine, this is a while ago now, but a follower of mine said that her boyfriend's name, like I forget her boyfriend's name, but it's the same as her cat's name. Mm -hmm. And her family calls him like boyfriend Rory and then cat Rory. And it makes him so mad because he like can't just be Rory. (laughs) That's like even better too, because remember human Kirk and cat Kirk? Yes. Wait, I love this. Oh he my was God. like, why can't I just be Rory? Like, yeah. why does it have to be, why do we have to think maybe we're talking about a cat? That's really, really funny. Oh, damn. I forgot about Human Kirk and Cat Kirk. Yeah. Um, so bye anyway. Human Kirk. Bye Human Kirk. <laughs> oh, so yes. So that is, that is how the people feel. Love it. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't, I disagree, but. <laughs> I don't love it at all. I, I said I did. I, I don't. hate it. I, you lied already. <laughs> I did. Okay. We're eight minutes and 19 seconds in and you've already lied to the people. Yeah. Well, it ends here. It ends now. Truth from here on this out. Is where, this is where the wine starts The buck in. stops here. This, is this the first time we've recorded with alcohol? Yeah, because we were very hungover. We were really hungover the last, the last time, time we were together. We were just right. like in a bleak headspace. Yeah. And now I'm like giddy. That was bleak. You're right. Um, okay. So let's get into our topic talk. Yeah. So we posted to get questions about this and- it's so interesting to me when we post questions about stuff that like people are wondering the same shit. Great. And, and it's great. It's great. But it's like so crazy that like all of these people have these same questions that they're not getting answers to. That's a good point. You'd think if a lot of people have the same question that there would be a resource providing the answer. Yes. And so, you know, we are that resource. Yeah, I there suppose. we go. Um, okay. So the first like major piece of this, which I think makes sense like chronologically is the timing mm-hmm. surrounding meeting someone's family. Yeah. And you and I have talked about this before because like we both don't live where our parents live. And mm-hmm. so it's usually either like kind of earlier, kind of late, like, and the fact that we say it's early or late means that we in theory have a time frame in our minds. Right? Well, that's the question. Yeah. And so many people asked, is there a right time? I, I mean, I think the answer... Yes and no, I guess, like as with anything, right? Like I think, again, it comes back to something we talked about with Sean, which is like, what has that time looked like? Like yeah. how much time have you spent together? How much, like is, has it been quality time over X weeks or X months? And like, does it kind of like make sense? Does it, does it hang together? Yeah. I also think if you're wondering, is it too soon? Mm. It might be. That's a good, that's a good gut check. Because that and that, but like then other stuff comes into play though, because like you said, neither of us live where our parents live. And somebody asked this, like, what if your, what if your family is visiting earlier than you would normally introduce someone, but they're there. Yeah. That's happened to me several times. Yeah. Um, I mean, I sort of think you like do it in a low stakes way. Yes. Um, for me, like, my parents' stance has always been, like, we just like to be able to imagine your life. You know, like, mm-hmm. we love knowing your friends because when you say we, you're with Mary, we know Mary. And, yeah. Like, we can imagine what you guys are doing together and, like, what her personality is like and how much fun you're having, whatever. And so if I'm talking about somebody and sharing that, like, I'm spending time with them, they just kind of want to, like, be able to, you know, they want to be let in in the sense that, like, they want to know what that 
what's happening. Yeah. And so to that end, I think it can just be like, oh, like this person I'm spending time with, whatever. And it's strange to relate this back to The Bachelor, but um, if you remember Juan Pablo's season – I really wish I didn't remember Juan Pablo's season, but go on. So um, something that he has talked about is that, like, meeting the parents be- in America is a much bigger step because we live in far less, like, right. intergenerational households. But there are so many intergenerational households. Yes. That, yeah, that makes so much sense. And that so for him, being South American, like – he was very confused why some of the women on his season were imbuing meeting the parents as a step. As as like a thing. Yeah. And he was like, oh, well, like my parents are here in the house. Like when you come for my first date, like they're going to say hi. They're going to be here. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. And so like, I think that that, that's not to say to like downplay it, but like, I think there's a way to just, I think there's a way to couch this. I don't know. What would you, like, what would you say? So, I mean, I've said it several times. So part of this, I think is, Knowing your family that they're going to meet, whether that's your parents, your Mm. siblings, whomever it is, like, Mm -hmm. are they going to import significance onto it in the moment? That's a good question. Because, like, if you're trying to portray it to your the person that you're dating as, like, totally not a big deal, super casual, they're just in town and and we're all going to hang out. Are the people that are going to be with you going to have that same vibe? Be like, hi, so right. good to meet you. Right. Like, oh my God, we've heard so much about you. Right. And like future casting onto yes. your relationship. Like, are they going to have that vibe? You, only you know that. Like, right. you know, my parents, whenever they've met, they are not like that. Like they just same. treated it very similarly to treat, to meeting a friend. Yes. In person afterwards was a little bit different from a debrief perspective. Yeah. As it, it's fair. fair. Totally fair. Totally fair. But like to the guy, they were never pressury or like, you know, making it seem like a bigger deal than it was. Mm-hmm. That happened twice. They met the chef. I think we'd been dating for like six weeks. Okay. So like pretty early, but like they were there. Yeah. And then they also met a guy that I've uh, actually, I'm realizing in this moment, I've never once talked about. We'll call him the dentist. Oh, Yeah. What was this mom? Okay. <laughs> he, I, I made. He was a dental resident. I told oh, you about him. Yes, because he's the other resident. He's the other yes, resident. Yes, yes, yes. He's the okay. other resident that I've dated. Yeah. Um, he is now a dentist. Congratulations. Yes. Yes. Um, he is also Canadian, so we could have called him the Canadian. Oh wow. Um, but anyway, he met my parents as well. I think we'd been dating for like roughly around that time too, like maybe two months. Okay. But both times, I just said like, "Hey, my parents are coming to town." Do you want to hang out with them? Like, they'd love to meet you. It's, yeah. It's truly not a big deal. Like, we're just going to get lunch. There you go. So, okay, that was going to be my question. Is there a way to control the environment to make it lower key? Make it lunch. Make it coffee. Make it a walk. Like a walk. So the chef and I, we walk. like a hike. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, like, li- literally. Not strenuous. From, literally from a walk perspective. Yeah. The, so the chef, this is when I still lived in Manhattan, and the chef lived in Brooklyn. And okay. so my parents and I took the subway into Brooklyn and then walked like with him back over the Manhattan bridge. Oh, that's lovely. Brooklyn bridge, whatever. One yeah. of the two. So it was, it was like, there was an activity. We were just walking and hanging. And then I think we got food at the end. And Great. And then he can peel off. Yes. It was like a 90 minute hang. Like Perfect. very, you know, time restraint, quick and dirty. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then I've brought two guys home, the yeah. coach and then the oyster both came home with gotcha. me. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I did like brunch, once with an ex's parents. And I think that was like a good, yeah. like a Sunday brunch. Um, okay. So we're far afield again. So. No, I thought that was good. That was timing-ish. Timing-ish. Yeah, I guess so. Timing um, setting. So 
one thing I just thought was funny, but as I'm thinking about it, perhaps it was more of like that Juan Pablo situation that you were talking about. Somebody asked, is there such a thing as too soon? And they then went on to say that multiple people have wanted them to meet family on date one. That to me sounds like they like live with they their- They live with Yeah. Them. Th- th- there's no way it's like, this is a dinner with my parents on night one. Th- no. Th- that can't be. It has to be like an, I'm going to meet you at a place at my home and they live yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It has to be. Still seems crazy. The last piece on timing. How long is too long? I think- so highly dependent. So for example, like, do they have a very bad relationship with their mm-hmm. parents? Are they seeing their parents? Right. And so like, if they haven't seen their parents for a year, then like, it's not weird that you haven't. Yeah, very um, true. Or like, in my case, if I'm living in New York City and I'm from San Diego, mm-hmm. and if the only time that I'm seeing my parents is Thanksgiving and Christmas, and like, you're not going to not spend those holidays with your with family. your family, yeah. You're not going to come to Thanksgiving with me. We've been dating six months. Right, exactly. Then I think it makes sense. Yes. Like, but most of the questions – If, like, their parents are visiting. If, if yes. there's, like, a regularness to the seeing each other and you're being excluded, I do think there comes a time to – like, especially if it's gone in the other direction. So that was my question with a lot of the people that wrote in and said, like, you know, my, my partner hasn't introduced me to their family and we've been dating, you know, eight months, nine months, like whatever it is. Obviously there's very little context mm-hmm. in the small box. My question is like, have they met your family? Right. And are they, are they refusing to introduce you or they have, they just not initiated it? And then could you ask them about it? Yeah. Y- you have to, I think at that point. I think so too. Yeah. You know, I would, I would personally have to say like, Hey, um, or like, let's say there should be, I think like a good inciting event. Like the parents are coming to town and you would say like, Hey, the last couple of times they've come to town, you've wanted to do your own stuff with them. Would it be possible that like I could attend a brunch? Yeah. And then gauge their reaction. Cause I think that can be insightful. Like, cause like if they stonewall, like that's probably a bad sign. Like I, I would take that pretty negatively if it's been quite a while. I very much agree with you. Um, I, I need to pause. Where have we put the wine bottle? It's right here. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, would you like to put it on the ironing board right next? Yes. We're balancing the, the laptop that we're using on, a, on an ironing board on the top of a hotel room. Oh, wait, wait. Bed. We should take a setup picture. We really should. We'll do that after. Um, okay. So, so timing. Fine. Mm-hmm. It's happening. It's on. How do you feel about that? And so there's a question of like, I mean, I hope you feel excited, right? I hope that's a piece of yeah, the yeah. feelings. But then like, how do you kind of both manage any potential like self-nervousness or also like placing expectation or hope for how it'll go? Like how, there's a this is a mix of feelings. It's definitely a mix of feelings. I think that my advice for this is very similar to my advice about going on a first date mm-hmm. in terms of trying to think about it as excitement versus nerves mm-hmm. and like – I, I, I'm not going to lie. There is more riding on meeting the family of an established partner than there is on a first date with a stranger. Like yes. I'm not going to pretend that that's not true. Sure. But I do still think that like if you really like this person and they really like you, if their family is, you know, hopefully if they're like wanting them to be happy, then they're going to be happy for you and your partner who are happy. Yeah. And totally. like – Maybe that won't be the case, but I think make that the case in your head of like, this is going to be great and exciting because mm-hmm. we are so happy together and our families want us to be happy. Yeah, totally. 
that actually sort of translate or that segues us well, because I think that like, there's a, a lot of, a lot of the conversation that we're having is assuming that like you have this high functioning family. Yes. And there are obviously many stories and complexities with family ranging from slightly problematic to like highly dysfunctional. Yeah. And so there's, you know, there's one question of like, what if you're like a little embarrassed of your own family? So somebody asked, what if you're worried about, and these are, these are their words, what if you're worried about your crazy family and how your partner will see you differently afterwards? Mm-hmm. Like, do you warn them was a question that we got a few times. So I love the idea of like a rundown. Yes. I don't think it has to be a, couched as a warning, just as like, let me tell you about my mom. Let me tell you about Uncle Sally, or <laughs> that made no sense. I mean, or, it, could, it, might, it actually it could. Make, it it totally could. Sense. It might Who make knows? sense. Who are we? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, like so. For example, my friends Anna and Ian, who I've talked about before, Ian actually like met everyone at a Passover dinner, mm-hmm. and like it is a wacky crew. And so, like, he now looks back on it like very fondly. But yeah. Anna is like, I do not know what I was thinking, <laughs> and so like. I think you can sort of almost like give the family tree a little bit and be like, okay, like here's what she does. Like, here's what he does. Here's what they do. I mean, it's similar. It's as kind if of fun. I think it's super fun. It's similar as if you're bringing somebody as a plus one to a wedding where you're going to like run down the friends that they're going to yes. meet and like the dynamic between the bridesmaids. And like, yeah. that's, that's the exact thing. I would just give them a, a rundown. Yeah. And, and then I think, I think it's fair to be vulnerable about like, and then, like, my relationship with my sibling or my relationship with my mom, like, can be a little tricky. And, like, it's important to me that you're on my team. Like, that can grow as well. Like, I think y- this is something you've said about meeting friends where it's, like, don't team up yeah. against someone. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's one of those things where it's, like, I can shit talk my parents. Like, you, you can't shit talk. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, you need to be on my team, but, like, a neutral team member. It's, like, a little weird. Yeah. Both of so I've met I've met a, a lot of boyfriends parents actually now I'm thinking about it but I've been like two three different boyfriends homes mm. and two of them had really tricky relationships with their moms mm-hmm. and both of them I already knew that because mm-hmm. of like all the stories that they had told but sure. that really helped me going into the situation because I was able to be like okay these are his triggers related to his mom certain things that she does are going to affect him in these ways, even if they don't affect me, not at all. Yes, exactly. And like, so PowerPoint had like a very tough relationship with his parents, which we'll talk more about later because it was wild. But I tended to find, like, there's something about being an outsider that allows you to find like one-off craziness, like to be kind of wacky and charming. Charming, yeah. But to them is like, this is a part of a pattern and I am so annoyed, you know? And like, you know, we all have patterns with family, friends that we've known for a long time of things that sort of like rub us. And so like when the classmate met my mom, there was definitely times where like my mom would say something and I would like make, you know, like the head nod or the like sort of like feeling yeah, and like would make eye contact with the classmate and he was debriefing with me afterwards and he was like there were sometimes that like you would look at me because like clearly that's something that like is a thing between you two but because it's not a thing that I experienced I was like 
what are you talking what about? What are you looking at me for? Yeah, yeah exactly. And so, which frankly, my mom is going to be like, see, I'm justified. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, that I think can be super tricky, but yeah, give them a rundown. I think, yeah. I think that's great. Okay. So now we're like doing the thing. Yes. And there are oftentimes so many little pieces of like logistics that go into when you're going to meet the family whether or not you're going to a third party location, like yeah. at dinner at a restaurant. People or ask like a lot of questions about this. So many questions about the logistics. If you're going to their home. Yeah. The the question that we got, I would say the most mm-hmm. was regarding gifts. Okay. Fair enough. And we talked about this a little bit actually on a recent episode. Well, we talked about it on a Patreon episode. Oh, it was a Patreon episode. It was. Oh. Somebody we addressed this about she was invited to a dinner and yes. then subsequently like a home or something and was wondering if she like had misstepped by not bringing so yeah yes yeah yeah plug for the patreon join our patreon and you can ask us questions and we will answer them do you bring a gift entirely depends on context to me (laughs) well yeah if you're going to a restaurant i think no i think no because that's weird yeah unless it's like a christmas dinner or something at a restaurant and the people are bringing gifts yes but like if you're going to someone's home i I think you do not show up empty-handed correct does this change for you the, depending on the number of times that you've been to the home? I, I think so, yes. Because um, I do think – like it depends how often you're going. Like, yeah. Because like if you live in the same city and like are going often, at some point you're going to fucking fatigue out. You're not going to bring like, a gift Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's crazy. Um, but I think like if in theory you're visiting for kind of major events, there's nothing wrong with a bottle of wine each time. How much is that going to set you back? You know, like that's going to do the cost of a bottle of wine or a bouquet of flowers or whatever, like whatever small thing it is, is the social capital gain is worth a lot more than the like financial setback of like the three times a year you go or whatever. Yeah. We actually, it's funny that you said a bottle of wine or flowers because we actually got a question that said like, what do I get for a boyfriend's family that doesn't drink and doesn't like flowers? Oh my God. I love that. That's hilarious. I mean, for that, like I'm a big fan, like employ, you do not have to go into this blind, employ your boyfriend. You have an inside. Yeah. (laughs) You have an inside track into what these people like. Yeah. Although I will say that I remember when I was meeting um, ASV's parents Mm -hmm. and I asked him what they liked and he had no fucking clue. Whoa. None. Wild. So I ended up bringing flowers and like nothing else because I was like, I don't it, – it, yeah. his mom was – his mom is a gardener. Yeah. He did tell me that. Unrelated to me asking what she liked. Mm-hmm. I just knew that based on other stories. Yeah. Um, and so I brought her like flowers and she loved them. But like he was, like, he was like, I don't know. They're parents. I'm like, they're people. So they don't like They have interests. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. And then I'm a big fan of like after you've been there once – Use that time to observe what they own. Mm-hmm. Like, make a note of, like, if they are a candle family. And what kind of candles they have. Yep. Because we talked about this on the Patreon episode. Candles are very personal. Scents, Scents are very personal. Scents are very personal. Some people get headache. Like, my mom, she will get a headache from, like, literally every scent on the planet. She uses – she, Brutal. like, has one particular perfume that she uses. It doesn't give her a headache. And she does not burn candles. And there you go. anytime somebody gives her a candle, she regifts it because she can't has to can't deal with it. Yeah. So like I would say that though, your yeah. boyfriend who's coming, do not get her something that smells. There you go. And that would be very useful. Yeah. Only get her Chardonnay. Get her a bottle of Chardonnay. That is it. Perfect. No, my mom likes flowers. 
My, she would like she flowers. She does not drink. Yeah, yeah. She would like flowers. She would love flowers. Okay. Oh, I was going to say, though, if if you're going for a major event, mm-hmm. but you've been there a million times, I think that's an opportunity to find out, like, what you can contribute to the event. Oh, I love that. And come prepared with it. Yes. So, like, like we were saying about Thanksgiving, maybe it's that, like, you make great mashed potatoes. Mm. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to make the mashed potatoes. Even if it's that you're bringing the ingredients to make them. Yeah. You're, like, contributing to the day. Yeah. Totally. So it's, like, not quite a gift, but it's, like, yeah, in that vein. Okay, this is an interesting question. Uh-huh. And I'm I'm a little interested in, like, what they mean. Should you have an exit strategy? So. Let's <laughs> fucking run. I think, I think they mean, like, a determined end time or, okay. like. Okay. Which I, I like. I do too. Like, I mean, it depends on, like, if you're going to stay the night, if you're, like, planning on spending the weekend there, mm-hmm. then, like, no, you don't have an exit strategy. You can't leave. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can. But, like, you know. But I do like the idea of, like, okay, knowing when you're going to be leaving and, you know, being in it together. Totally. In yes. that sense. Yeah, yeah. No, having that plan together, like, this is dinner and then we're going to – or, like, let's walk the bridge and then – And then we're going to go our separate ways. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I also think if you are planning on spending an extended period of time with them, like a weekend or maybe you're going on vacation, mm-hmm. it is okay to want to spend alone time with your partner. Yes. Totally. And hopefully that's something their family understands, but I think that's where you lean on your partner mm-hmm. to advocate for that. Yeah. And that's something I have to do. Like when my, so when my parents come together to LA, they will obviously get a hotel. But like when my mom comes alone for like mother daughter time, she stays with me. Yeah. And so like something that like I've had to develop is like saying, okay, so like my mom likes to eat dinner early. And so if I'm dating somebody, like we'll go out for a drink after and spend some like catch up time, whatever. Yeah. Because my mom like, wants to really maximize our time, which of is like, totally fine. Yeah. But yeah. And so that is like something that like I have to do. But then on like the flip side, I've actually like dated people that like tend to have parents that kind of like max out socially. Oh. Okay. Where like they're like, I'm done now. Like take me back. I can't take any more <laughs> socialization. We're done. Yeah. It's been an interesting transition with my mom being single mm. because when my parents were married or my dad was alive – they came together. Mm-hmm. And so then exactly like you said, like, uh, your mom just messaged me on Instagram. Oh, love. Well, she reacted hard eyes to our picture. <laughs> um, Her ears were burning. They would that, yeah, they would stay in a hotel, but like even regardless of where they were staying, like yeah. they could do stuff on their own and I could do stuff with my friends or my partner, whomever, whomever. Yeah. And now my mom comes, she stays with me. Yep. And so, but she is like. Hence what you're contending with, with the rower. Yes. Potentially, potentially. Potentially, because my mom is coming like a week from today, basically. Yeah. She'll be here and then she's staying through the weekend and then I'm flying home with her to stay for the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, But I'm going to her wedding while she's here. <laughs> She'll be by herself. True. That is the, yeah. yeah that but she the, knew that before. Right. I mean, the, the that was just like part of the logistics. But more logistics stuff. Yeah. What do you wear Ooh, is a question. That's a good one. A few people ask. I mean, obviously it like – Attire is dependent on what you're doing. Like, sure, of course. We're not going to be like cocktail attire, yeah. like if you're going to lunch. Yeah. I mean, like be yourself, obviously. Like don't because God forbid you end up with this person and then you're stuck in a situation where you're like performing for the rest of yes. your life, you know? Yes. Um, so like be yourself, but like 
just as you don't necessarily dress the same for a wedding or a night or out. Work. Like, yeah, like we dress differently based on occasion all the time. This is just another occasion where you're considering the parameters of appropriateness. Yeah. I would say like f- for women, no cleavage. Yeah. I would agreed. also probably say no midriff. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. I mean, it's different if you're going on like vacation where there's like bathing suits involved. Yeah. Like, then it's like really tough to get around cleavage and midriff. Totally. But like if you're going to dinner or their house or something like that, like full torso coverage feels appropriate. I think I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, And nothing like, like, I don't think I would wear like my shortest hemline. Probably not. Yeah. Um, But like jeans and a t-shirt, depending on the setting, totally fine. Like whatever. Um, I don't think you need to be like Sunday best. No, but I do think like, and you know, if if they're for the men in the audience, like yes. being a little a little put together, totally is nice. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like you know those commercials. They're I think they're for detergent where the guy shows oh, up yeah, on the date, yeah, yeah, and he has yeah. like that really sloppy like neck. Yeah, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Never. Um, what about? And this is something I, I like. How I'm asking you this because this is something I relate to. Like, how do you? So often, like, and my friends will do this too. If I'm visiting, they'll say like, "What can I have for you?" Yeah. What do you say? Like without being a burden about sort of like what needs to happen, whether it's because of like restrictions, preference, like whatever it is, like allergies, like I hope your partners, your ally in that being like, Hey, my person has this, like, please make sure they have almond milk or, you know, whatever. Yeah. I think that's where you lean on your partner to Mm -hmm. be your advocate, like you said, and like make it and hopefully, and you can talk to them about this. Hopefully they will present it in the right way. That's not like, ugh. Can you Lord, believe this bitch that I'm dating? She's so annoying. She can't eat gluten. Will yeah. you just will you just have some gluten-free stuff for her? Like, yeah. So I I've dealt with that actually when I went to the oysters. His parents were hosting a birthday dinner for him. Mm-hmm. And his mom was cooking this like whole feast. And I was really nervous because he was not the most meticulous. Okay in like communication and he did not have a good relationship with his mom. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I remember that story. And yeah. I was so nervous that he was not, and I had never met her before. So mm-hmm. I didn't have any contact with her. Like I didn't have any, like I was so nervous that he was not going to have appropriately communicated my nut allergy to him, to her. Yeah. And that she was then going to feel bad that she had not prepared because he had not helped her prepare. Yes. And that is exactly what happened. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. He didn't tell her. (gasps) Not at all? No. Oh, no. So, like, it ended up being fine because, like, the main stuff that she was making did not have nuts in it. Mm -hmm. I forget now what she made. But, like, but she was mortified Mm -hmm. that she had stuff out on the table that had nuts in it. And, like, I didn't care. I just asked and I didn't eat the stuff that had nuts. But, like, she felt really bad. Mm -hmm. But it was entirely his fault. Yeah. That was like their shit. Yeah, very much so. And that was an example of something where like he he was then annoyed at how upset she was mm-hmm. at, at herself, but then sort of tangentially at him. And I was like, yo, she is fully in the right say, here to be upset. Yeah, we are now. And also then like not only that, like then he's just like compounding where it's like, no, let's just like stop. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you fucked up because yeah. you didn't tell her about this. And now she feels like she's hosting somebody that she tried to kill. <sighs> yeah. Like that that's yeah, what's, yeah, ha- that's that's what's happening yeah. here. Like that she almost killed her house guest. Yeah. 
that's where she's at. And it's your fault. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> but like, that's what happened. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to quickly ask you this because I cannot handle it. Um, it's interesting. It it's be? so, okay. It's interesting. It's framed this way. Uh-huh. Somebody has asked us, what if you don't feel comfortable staying at your partner's family house? How do you bring up staying in a hotel? Mm. Because I have had friends whose parents will not let partners stay yep. together. Yeah. And so it's interesting that like it's framed in the like, I don't want that. Yeah. Uh, presumably this person's saying like being like, we're not going to stay together at the house. We're going to stay together at a hotel. I don't think it's related. I don't think you can win that. But. I don't think it's related to – I don't, I don't have enough context, but I'm, this is conjecture. I don't think it's related to feeling uncomfortable with staying in the same room as their partner in, in their partner's parents' house. Agreed. I think it's that they don't want to be there all the time. I agree. Yes. And that, I think it's really hard to execute. That Yes, completely. Agree. I don't think you can. That's why I was like, mm, Allie. I don't think you can. <laughs> You're the professional. Because if your, if your partner typically stays with their parents when they go home, and the time that you're coming, they don't. Mm-hmm. It's because of you. Yes. And I think it is going to be really difficult if they're – I think that's going to be hard. Agreed. Their parents will have to be extremely comfortable with boundaries. Yes. For that to go well. Yeah. I agree with that. And, like, it takes a level of, like, emotional maturity that I'm not – I'm not sure. Like, you're 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 just, like, banking on, you're, like, a really high uh-huh. – Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think that's risky. I do too. It's, you're well within your right to do it, obviously. Sure. But I I think it's risky. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I will say, can I very hilariously? My yeah. mom texted me. And she was like, "When does?" She was like, "Oh, like you're new, like having fun. Like yeah. when does the classmate get there?" And I said, and she goes, "Is he staying with you?" And I'm like, "What? No, mom. He got a different hotel room. Like what?" And she was like, "That was a stupid question. Very stupid <laughs> yes, question. It was. it was insane. Anyway." That's, I, that's it was really funny. funny. I actually, one of the very first fights that I, well, not very first, but like adult fights that I ever got in with my dad mm-hmm. was that he used to tell me when I was in high school, et cetera, that if a guy ever, if I ever brought a guy home, they we wouldn't be staying in the same room. Mm. And at the time I was like, okay. I love that you like put your foot down then. Yeah. No, no, no. I was like, okay. Like oh, this, was wow, okay. this is way before. I didn't bring someone home. I was ready for I it to like, be a fight. 26. No, no, no. Wait, wait for the fight. Okay. Sorry. So... <laughs> I just accepted it as fat. I was sure. like, yeah, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Like at this point, it's very far off the radar for mm-hmm. me. So like, this is not a fight I need to fight right now. But like, yeah, okay, if you feel mm-hmm. that way. Roll around to my brother's in high school and his girlfriend is spending the night at the house. Oh boy. This is some younger sibling privilege. Yup. Wow. Uh, and I remember being like, I just hope you know that your whole your boyfriend is not staying in your room when he visits thing is out the fucking window. Yeah, that is done. Yeah. There's something – God, I can't remember it now. I clearly never signed it. I agreed to something with my dad about dating. And it was, was going to be signed? He wanted me to sign it. Yeah, he was like, we need to – like, you need what? to sign this. What was it about? I don't – now I'm spacing. This is a bad oh story. God. Yeah. I need to know. Yeah, I'll try to remember. Yeah. All right. How do you behave – towards these like new people right like i think this is a place where we can start to overthink things i I agree like i think you you behave the same way that you would towards any new strangers that you don't know that well yes maybe think about somebody that you're acting react um interacting with at work yeah i would love that you brought that up because i was thinking to myself that like 
there's meeting the parents to me almost sits like in the middle on a spectrum of like personal to professional. Yeah. Where you're like, you're not your professional self, but you're not sort of like your most casual personal self either. Right. Like I'm not going to be like swearing like a sailor. Exactly. I swear that much, but like I'm not, not going I, to be swearing. I, I have a terrible mouth, but, um, but yeah. And so like one of the questions is like, do you say like Mr. And Mrs. So-and-so like, to me, like, I'm a fan of saying that until – so, like, again, also, listen to how they're introduced. Like, I will often say, like, so-and-so, this is Christine. And my mom will affirm that. I think that you should ask your partner before you go mm-hmm. how you should address their parents. That's – yeah. that's totally If fine. they say first name, don't do it. Don't. Like, ask and then do not listen. The reason you ask, though, uh-huh. is because I know people who have, like – different ways of wanting to be addressed than you would think. So for example, Ms. or Miss or Doctor. Oh, wow. So like one of my brother's close friends, uh-huh. his um his father is a doctor. Okay. He gets offended wow. when people call him Mr. I would like you to call me Doctor from now on. Right. <laughs> so like I think that is a good like mm-hmm. asking your partner because if the if their parent has a really strong preference like that, like Another example, maybe their mom doesn't have the same last name. Oh, good. Yes. Very and good you question. might not know that. Yeah. So like, I think asking, asking the question, like, how, how do you think your parents are going to want me to address them? Like, how do your friends address your parents? Like, what do they say? Mm-hmm. If they say first name though, I think you, you still start out with the last name and, and allow I, them to tell you that is, name. that is the advice that I give. I say like call my parent, call my mom, Mrs. So-and-so. She will tell you to call her Christine and then you may. And then but you like, may. please like start with this. Start with that. Yeah. yeah. And I think, but I think like bringing your partner into that to be like, I'm going to start with last name, but like what prefix should I use? Yeah. Like, yeah, should yeah. I say Mrs.? Should I yeah. say Ms.? Should I say doctor? Should I say, you know, whatever it is. Totally. No, that's super smart. And then related to- That's a good question. Related to how to act. We got a few questions about PDA. Okay. How affectionate should you be or should you not be with your partner? This is a great question. In front of family. I'm pretty pro-affection in front of parents. Not like – like don't be like fucking weird. But like – <laughs> Well, what is fucking weird though? Like what is – I would say line? like don't be like all over each other. But like what you wouldn't be all over each other. Oh, fine. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so like a great distinction is there was a lot my parents did not like about PowerPoint. Uh-huh. And there was a lot my parents liked about the student. Yeah. They said he was a very nice guy. They're like, he's probably not the one, but like, nice yeah. guy. My dad said to me after both those relationships were over, mm-hmm. he was like, I always thought it was very strange that the student like had no physical contact with you when he was around us. Oh, interesting. And so like, and so like, I think like my parents have always been like, they've like, they'll like always like kiss in front of me yeah. or hold hands or yeah. you know, whatever. Like my parents have been in fe- affectionate in front of me since I was a kid. Yeah. And so I think like my dad takes it as like a good sign that like somebody has like their arm around or like their hand on my like leg or, you know, like whatever, like that's appropriate or like a quick kiss or like, you know, something like that. Like, um, I remember like PowerPoint, I, like w- we sat across from each other at some dinner with my parents and like, he sort of like reached across the table and we like held hands kind of like across the table. Like that was nice, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. And so, um, I think like all of that is like really nice. Like I think sort of like acting like the person's like a reverse magnet from you <laughs> is that's like a little, that's almost weird in the other direction. Yeah. 
I like affection. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's it's one of those like I'll know it when I see it moments. Totally. But like, yeah, don't be And weird. yet you put me on the spot. What's yeah. weird? Define well, it. I'm trying to say. <laughs> so like we like like we said, there are not perfect family dynamics, right? And so there can be conflict between like your partner and their family. And then like there could be conflict with you and your partner's family. Or you and your partner. It, yeah, totally. And so like this is not necessarily like smooth sailing in many different ways. What if like, l- let's just like run through some like samples here. Right. So yeah. like, what if just like their values are like different from yours <sighs> and like your partners, let's, let's like take that variable out. You and your partner are aligned, but like, this is their family. You're stuck with them. So hopefully you already know this going in. Right. Yes. And that's the thing that I think you want to ask questions about. Hopefully, most likely, if there is a major value misalignment that is going to come up that your partner also is misaligned on, you probably already know about it because uh, it's probably yeah. something that they talk about unrelated to you meeting their family. Totally. They probably would just talk about the fact that like my family thinks this thing. Right. And I think this thing. Yep. Totally agree. So you probably already know. But I do think it's worth asking if you don't. Like, is there anything that I, like, you know, any, any watchouts? Yeah. Like, is there anything where like, if I say this, I'm like really going to step in it? Yes. And and somebody asked like, what if a controversial topic comes up? Mm. Do you voice your opinion or do you just stay quiet? So I'm a big fan of like, I'm going to be honest. I'm a big fan of staying quiet mm. Um, in the sense that like, I think there is, there is value mm-hmm. in, sure. There is absolutely value in standing up for what you believe in most settings, let's say. However, there are some settings that are inherently inflammatory where nobody's going to be better off. And this is one of, this is definitely one of them. I had an interesting experience with this when I visited the Oysters family. Ooh. I've talked before about the, how the Oyster and I were misaligned on several key values, um, specifically like social justice issues, Black Lives Matter, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. His younger brother and mom agreed with me. Ooh. I didn't know that. How going interesting. Into the, yeah. So the first time I went there, I stayed there for a whole weekend. It was his birthday. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know. They agreed with you. They agreed with me. I didn't know this because I, I don't think he would want to say like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like my mom. By the way, this. you're going to find some alliance members. Yeah. By the way, my youngest brother thinks this. Um And so it was like over breakfast one morning, his brother brought up something that was like going on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think this was around the time of George Floyd or like something major had just happened. Yeah. I feel it's just like pertinent shit was happening while this was going down. So much pertinent shit was happening. And his brother brought something up and the way he said it was like, you were like, "Mm, interesting. (laughs) Like, I think we might agree about this. And so we started talking about it and then his mom kind of joined the conversation. Then we were all talking about it and, the oyster was the quiet one. That's hilarious. Yeah. And his dad wasn't there. His dad had gone golfing that day because I think he and his dad. There you go. Aligned. So the three of you were like, freedom. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. We were just chatting it up. <laughs> oh, that's um, hilarious. But generally, I agree with you. Like there's like that is not, especially if it's the fir- your first time meeting them, that's, yeah. that's not the time. Agreed. However, people asked like directly about racism in families. Yeah. So I, I wanted to know Which might be like another level. I, I think so. Yeah. So like we've talked about this before and it's still on like my radar from a personal level. 
I definitely want to do like a race in dating. Yeah. It's probably not just one episode, to be honest. Yeah, like, I agree with you. Probably like a multi-episode arc. Um, and so, I, and I think this will be a really nice aspect of it in terms of like dealing with racism in your partner's family. Mm-hmm. So I want to acknowledge this question, but like punt it. Sure. If we can, because I just think there's just so much, like I want to give, I want to give that topic the like gravitas that it deserves. Yeah. No, no, no. I think that's super fair. Um, but yeah, generally I'm a fan of, especially the first time, like being quiet on it, that being in the moment, that being said, if it's a surprise to you, I think it's something that I would probably want to talk to my partner about later of like, Hey, this thing came up. That's a good point. Cause like if they didn't think it was worth pointing out yeah. previously, yeah. yeah, that's a good call. Um, so related to conflict, yeah. what happens if you don't get along? I mean- happens all the time, right? Like this is just a reality. I don't get along with plenty of people I meet. Yeah. And like, you know, it's one of those things that like, unfortunately, yes, like it might be easier if everybody just got along and everything was copacetic. However, there are plenty of situations where people choose partners that don't quite fit into their family. And that might be because of something we've talked about where it's like, I really disagree with my parents and like, I want a partner who aligns with me, not them. And like, there's sort of generational change in that way. And so like, there are a million reasons why they might not quote unquote like you, but, um, or you might not like them. Yes, certainly. I would not say they didn't like me, but there was like a lot of drama with PowerPoint's family. Really? Yes. Um, his, so like his, his, Like I said, he had a very complicated relationship with his parents. But when he and I were quite serious, there was a Thanksgiving in Los Angeles where, like, we were going to do, like, all the families together. Like, your family and his family? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. And so, like, my parents came to L.A. His sister and parents came to L.A. And um, they were going to do – we were going to do, like, this big co-Thanksgiving because, like, he and I were going to move into – like, shit was serious. So – this this story gets like brought up all the time between me and like my friends at the time who are like living this moment with me. So um it has been established that like PowerPoint was like not a great communicator, not great at logistics, like whatever. And so his parents came in earlier than mine because I was in law school at the time and like I was heading into finals. And so like I told my parents, don't come early. I can't entertain you. Uh-huh. He's responsible for entertaining his own parents, whatever. Yep. He texts me like, hey, I'm running late at physical therapy. Can you meet my parents at lunch? And like, I'll meet up with you later. Like, had you met them before? Yes. Okay. At least there's that. Yes. But still. Yeah. And so like, they liked me a lot, whatever. However, they're like very like where the wind, like a passing whim and they've changed their opinion <laughs> on something. So um, it's also important that I was in law school during this and they knew that. So um, that is what he says to me. Meet my parents at lunch. Uh-huh. So I go to the lunch location at the prescribed time. I text his mom and say like, hey, I'm here. I'm here. Like, I'm looking out for you. Let me know. And she goes, what do you mean? Like, we're here. You're, you were supposed to pick us up. What? And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. That wasn't communicated to me. And so she then blamed me. Oh, God. And was screaming (gasps) at PowerPoint. How does she expect to pass the bar if she can't even figure out how to take us to lunch? What the fuck? 
Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just yelled. Mm-hmm. And we're going to pass the bar tomorrow. Uh, hopefully, oh. Well, I was actually going to say predictions update. <laughs> Do we oh, yes, pass, obviously pass the bar. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Anyway, so she said, how does she expect to pass the bar if she can't even take us to lunch? And she's like yelling what this at asshole. him. Yeah. She's yelling this at him. And he's and like, you could hear there her was yelling a, this at her? Oh, no. We were in different parts of the city because like he had dropped them off somewhere. I have a question. How did you know she said that to him? He told me later. That's fucked up also. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. That's really fucked up. Yeah. He told me. So – it, it gets even crazier. Okay. So she's screaming at him about how upset she is that, like, this went south, whatever. She then literally r- ran away. What? We, like, lost her. What do you mean? No, no, Like, like you know how- like, A grown woman? Yes. You know how you have to, like, do, like, an APB for, like, child at the mall? Like, please come to so-and-so. Like, she literally ran away. She ran. This, like, what? 70-year-old woman- It's a silver alert. Ran away. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Code silver. What? Mm-hmm. On foot? On foot. Where did she go? We don't know. And eventually she just returned. She like got tired. I don't know. What the fuck? Uh-huh. So like, and like, these are the histrionics that they were used to, to the point where him, his dad and his sister were like, we'll just have lunch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That is absolutely nuts. Yeah. Wow. And like, I, because to your point, because he told me that I felt like I was like, how do I communicate with your mom now, knowing that she thinks I'm like a In fucking idiot? Yeah. yeah, and like frankly, you probably didn't say I communicated poorly. This was so my. So that's the thing is that like it is on him that it she is. thinks that it is, and I doubt he. I doubt he cleared no, that up. Of course not, because he doesn't want to incur that wrath on him. Yes. Which is such a cowardly thing. Yeah, done. To- I mean, yeah, totally. We, we I this. also, I'm like, I'm still hung up on the fact that he told you he should, that she said that about you. Yeah. That is not a necessary thing for him to have passed along. Definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, I've, I've, yeah. So I don't know if that's like not being liked or not liking, but yeah. Um, and so, oh, so the family meet never happened. They left. They left? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yes. They were like, we can't handle this. They couldn't handle it? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Because also she had this dog that she like loved that That's, she brought on the trip. How is this relevant? It's relevant because um, <laughs> the restaurant we were going to for Thanksgiving did not allow emotional support dogs. It only allowed – How dare they? It only allowed true service dogs. And she was like, I can't take the Cavalier King Charles to dinner. No. No. And so she was like, well, then I can't come. And so they left and they flew back to Connecticut. Fuck's sake. Oh my god, that's wild. Yeah. That that's um yeah, that that's nuts. Um <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I've never had direct conflict with a partner's family. I have had conflict with a partner while with their family. Oh, interesting. How'd that play out? So I was visiting the coach. It was the first time I was meeting his mom and sister, mm-hmm. who his he is from Boston. Mm-hmm. His mom at the time and his sister were living together in Boston. Yeah. And the coach is like the good relationship that you really talk about, but he didn't post about you on social media. Correct. Okay. Yes. Correct. <laughs> My first serious relationship. Right. We were together for almost two years. Mid-20s, I would say. I was going to say, I almost feel like that's probably when I when I we think were you knew. Together. I think you yeah. knew me when I was dating him. Yeah. Um. So... We I was going to say that's when I knew you and I was like, I know you now. You so know like me now. Yeah. But I think we were working together <laughs> yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. dating him. So... Yeah. We went to Boston to, for the weekend for mm-hmm. me to meet the family. And he is the younger of the two siblings. 
Okay. When he entered the home, it was like he was a preteen little brother again. And he just reverted directly back into that like annoying little brother who pokes you in the face. So I kind of get that because like we tend to like play roles in friend groups where it's like when I'm like with college friends, I might be, sure. you know, whatever. Did he treat you that way? Yes. Oh, that's so not okay. So he, this one story sticks out of my head forever. Uh-huh. So I was sitting on these stairs leading to their front door, putting on my shoes to go outside. Okay. He comes down the stairs like above me, stops on the stair above me. And puts his foot on my head and presses down. I am, my jaw just dropped. That is so not okay. I was like, the fuck are you doing? And his mom and sister were there right there because we were all getting ready to leave. And how did they react? They were like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And he was like, oh, just being funny. I'm like, no, that's not funny. You just stepped on me. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's not cute. And now, and I was trying to explain to him later, Mm -hmm. I was trying to explain to him like, when you treat me that way, it seems like you don't respect me. Yeah, that's a really good point. And then your family is seeing that you don't respect me. So why would they respect me and our relationship if they're seeing that you don't? Yeah, that's that's a good – yeah, that's a really good clarification. And he understood that. And, like, it got – it was not that way after that. But, like, it was a weird – I had never experienced behavior like that from him. Yeah, that's so weird. It was real weird. I mean, this one's, should we just end on, this one to me is like a little bit funny. I'm sorry about this, that this happened to this person. Family called me by his ex's name. Oh, LOL. My heart goes out to this person. Yeah. I get it. But like, okay, if you, I get it. If you have only, especially, I'm sure that they dated for a while. If this person is so ingrained in their family's minds and like, I'm sure they didn't mean any harm by it. I'm sure they also were mortified. I also... Hope it was the first meeting. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I would hope so. Because, like, if it was, like, the fifth time they've met you and they're still being like, oh, I wish you were Melanie. You know, like, that's, like, unfortunate. <laughs> like, it's one thing if it's, like, you know, we really liked her. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah. This, the way that it's phrased sounded like I, it was just a slip of the tongue. That, that, like, they're just so used to saying Melanie. Yeah. In relation to their child's significant other yes that they just did it right but i mean i my feelings would be hurt i get that totally i would be i would be very upset yeah 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 because you don't want to be reminded of that even though you know it's true right like you know your partner's had other partners but yeah yeah i think about that with i've dated a few people where their relationships before me were really long Mm -hmm. and i've thought about that of like man like they dated this other person for like eight years or like i've dated people who were engaged or divorced like yep yeah yeah. Fortunately, the classmate's family did not like his ex. So I'm feeling like I'm like coming in on a good level. That can be <laughs> tricky too, though. Because yeah. like the guy that I called the divorce dude yeah. that I dated very briefly, I met his sisters and they were shitting on his ex-wife to a level that made me uncomfortable. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not cool. Of like, oh my God, you're so amazing compared to her. Yeah. And like it made me very uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, I've said to exes in the past that like, we're talking about their exes and like comparing. I was like, I can be amazing with like no caveat. Yes. Like I don't need to be amazing in relation to exactly. something shitty. Yes, exactly. Like I'm glad that you have recognized what didn't work for you. And now you're dating somebody who's not that. And that person is me. However, like y- my compliments don't have to come at the expense of somebody else. Yes, 
Absolutely. They can just like end Well, sense. and that's that's exactly how I feel about like you're not like other women. Yes. Is right, like right. I yeah. can be great without degrading all other women. Right, right, yeah. Um, anyway, that's not the point. Um, so I, th- I think we've covered a lot of ground here. So much ground. And there are, you know, pieces that we'll deep dive into later. Definitely. So for those people going forth to Thanksgiving and maybe the holiday season and meeting family, good luck. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for you. Yeah, let us know how it goes. Please. Please do. Bye. Night. We actually don't have to say bye. Yeah, I was going to say, we're just like right here. (laughs)